Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of For the Love of Afrobeats podcast. I said Afrobeats, yes it is. Because when we're talking about news the last time, someone put a post, uh, a message on my social media saying, where's the Afrobeats? Well, we talk about (laughs) it. My name is Adishapu Alajide and I'm always joined by my brother. Producer Damola, aka Mr. Schmooze. Yep. We here. <laughs> well, let's get into it. This is where we're going to be talking about the headlines within the Afro-pop culture yep. in the last seven days. And boy, mm-hmm. has it been interesting. Very, very eventful. Very, very what eventful. are the headlines? Let's go right to Ghana where we discuss the VGMA 2019 awards. Yep. We'll be discussing the winners, the controversy and big, big news coming out of that event. And then still in Ghana, we'll be talking about Asamoya Gyan resigning mm. as the Black Stars captain and the reactions behind that. Yep. And then we go down to Nigeria where Ron Town and Pata Rankin have just released an album and an EP respectively. We'll be breaking thing. that down. And still in Nigeria, we'll be discussing the Koson scandals. Koson being the Copyright Society of Nigeria corruption scandal going on right now. And then we move on to Kenya where Boomplay, the streaming platform... The largest... Stream, a streaming indigenous platform, streaming platform in, Africa. in Africa has just announced an, a $1 million investment in Kenya. That's amazing yep. news. And in South Africa, Nadia Nakai defends her use of wigs. Um, Braga! <laughs> we'll, also, we'll be discussing the reasons why she had to defend herself. Yep. And finally, in the UK, we'll be discussing Miss Banks headlining her own concert, a sold out event. Absolutely, yep, man. Yep, Let's get yep. straight into it. Where are we going to first? Mr. Schmoo. All right, first off, we'll go to Ghana where we discussed the VGMA 2019 awards okay. last week. We were, the, the event was going on as at press time. Uh, this week, we have the winners from that event. Okay. We discussed our nominees yep. for certain categories. So All right. We'll see if you were right. Let's look yeah. at the winners. All right, so for the VGMA 2018 award, 2019, why did I keep yeah. saying 2018? Listen, man, we're stuck. <laughs> we're still a year away, maybe, a year maybe. ago. We're still halfway to 2019. Yeah. So maybe I'm still, I'm six months behind. <laughs> All right, let's start with uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award. Okay. That went to Dr. Mrs. Mary Gansa mm. uh, and Professor Kofi Abraham. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of that? Category? Well, I think that category is always necessary for mm. most award ceremonies, particularly the VGMAs. Yep. That's now been 20 years in the making in Ghana. Yep. So these are people, I'm guessing, yeah. that has been influential within the music industry and yeah. the the pop culture within Ghana over the last two decades. Yeah, yep. So when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, even though I don't know that much about mm-hmm. both of them, what I can be rest assured is that these people were extremely important yep. to particularly the Ghanaian music industry yep. um, in the last two decades yeah, when the VGMAs uh, kind of came into existence. Yeah, big stuff. All right, the High Life Song of the Year went to My Level by Shatawali. What do you think of that? I, I'm surprised. <laughs> because I life, I would have expected the likes of Bisa K-Day, the likes of Kwame Eugene. Yeah. These are the boys, you know, that I, I would have expected, you know, Kumi Guitar. Yeah. These are the boys that I would have expected to be the ones really kind of mm. leading the way with that one. But I'm thinking, my level is a big record. It was one of the biggest Ghanaian records in Ghana. Outside of yeah. Ghana, and outside as of well. Ghana, exactly. You know, we played on the show. Yep. It's a big record. You and know, it's done big numbers online as absolutely, well. Absolutely, but so. I'm, it's something just makes me keeps making me feel like it was almost like an appeasement mm. award. But I let's get so. back <laughs> because high life. If you're nominating Shatawale in yeah, high life, imagine sometimes. if yeah. 
Kwame Eugene was nominated in the, in the, the, the dancehall. Yeah. Will, and then he won that. Yeah. How do you think Shatawale would have felt? I mean, but if the song fits into that category, I mean, what, what can we do? Okay. <laughs> I hear you. Speaking of the dancehall song of the year, that went to Gringo by Shatawale. Yeah, well, no questions. <laughs> no questions. I mean, it was up against no, the likes of Stone No Boy. questions. Gringo is mm. massive. Yeah. Um, massive. Well received within you know the Ghanaian music industry and beyond that you yeah. know it, we've seen the effects here in the uk mm. so i don't think anybody could could begrudge that all right uh hip-hop song of the year went to anthem by none other than kwesi otto we've we've said Most that consistently deserved, that know, he opinion. right now he's arguably Shine the hottest yeah. rapper in ghana. in ghana yeah and the hip life song of the year went to Obia Wone Master. Obia Wone Master. Master. Obia Wone Master. Master. That's Yapono. 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 Pono Bion. Nah, man. Those are my guys, man. Obia Pono. Yeah, man. No stories there. Yapono. Absolutely on the money with that record. And then Afro Pop Song of the Year went to Aquaba by Guilty Beats featuring Mr. Easy, Papi Kojo, and Patapa. The string, the strength of the collaboration on that album, including the incredible producer Guilty Beats. Again, you can't begrudge that. And Mr. Easy deserves something. Thing, you from know, Ghana, I mean, yeah, especially in the last twelve months. Yeah, he's he's had a good run. Yes, you know, on so that side. even I'm, guilty beats as well. I'm giving that. Yeah, I'm most definitely. definitely. All right, high life artist of the year. I see where you're coming from. This went to Kwame Yuji. So, <laughs> how so, does he win a high life artist of the year? And he loses the high life song of the year. Yep. Now you see what I'm saying. It's a, it's a bit of a without what's a, going on there. That's some, <laughs> something is not clear there. Mm, mm. But again. Anybody that's listened to me in the last one year knows mm. how personally I rate the man Kwame Yuji, the yeah. young man Kwame Yuji. I yeah. think he's a breath of fresh air yeah. to the music industry in Africa, yeah. including his brother Kidi as well. Yeah. Um, both guys are something just, it, it's just unique yeah. and refreshing to see these talents come to the fore. Yeah. Not only do they have incredible recording vocals, mm -hmm. they are also fantastic live on stage. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited. I mean, you've rated him as the next biggest player I, out of Africa. Listen, I call him yeah. the next stop. Yep. And and I and that's one of my reasons for that. All right. Hip life, hip hop artist of the year went to medical. I mean, not for me. I, saw, I think I saw that. Listen, Medi medical has yeah. been hovering around the biggest names. Mm in in Ghanaian music i think he's collaborated while. with everybody for a while yeah for a while he's he's been there yeah he's got a collaboration with davido i think coming yeah, he's got a yeah davido yep. he's got this one there that he's always been in the top and he's always had really really popular songs yeah. at least once a year yeah so, so well deserved yeah. well deserved and then we have the reggae dancehall artist of the year <laughs> that went to stoneboy uh, we'll be discussing the the medley around that the medley around that. But speaking award, about the award no, ceremony in itself, the award itself, itself. Yes, I don't think anybody could say anything wrong. There's always going to be the, the two, two biggest race. names yeah, yeah. within the dancehall industry in the last two years. Yeah. one being Stoneboy, the other being Shatawale. Now, if you look at this award ceremony, which yeah. is uh, supposedly chosen based on the votes. That the audience and the fans have yeah. cast. Yeah. Stone Boy, you might say, has a larger audience of people that were are more likely going to cast the vote Votes. online yep. and stuff because he goes into university performing at universities. Yep. He's throwing voting parties. Yep. Yep. He's, you know, he's canvassing he's people he's, he's online. Campaigning. 
Whereas Shatawale has a huge popularity yeah, on ground, yeah. but might not have tapped into that. His, his people might not have tapped into that, especially if Stoneboy has won this award five times, times. In, you know, in the last five years. Yeah, yeah. It says something about the strategies. Strategy, yeah. It's consistent with yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Music video of the year. Very quickly went to "Come and See My Mother" by Ms. V, featuring Yemi yeah, Alade. That was a really nice beautiful video. 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 Um, record of the year went to "Jaime Bo" by Aquaboa. Mm. Um, he's signed a, to Sakode. Sak yeah, yeah, I think he was on. He had a collaborative album with Sakode. Yeah, signed I think to Sakode. Yeah. Signed to Success Music. Success Music. Yep. Songwriter of the year went to King Promise for his song "CCTV" featuring Nujis and Sakode. Uh, producer of the year surprisingly went to Kwame Eugene. I didn't know he to was. who Kwame Eugene. Yeah, because maybe a I, lot of the music I didn't know he was a producer. A, a lot of the music that's coming out of his label, yeah. a lot of music that's come out of you know under his uh, his album. Yeah, he's probably worked a lot. Did you of know it. he was a producer? I didn't even know that. This is this is coming as a surprise to me. But, but I'm not surprised. Big ups, based, big ups. especially based on how he was working a live band. Yeah. You definitely think that there's something musical beyond just the vocal Vocals, ability there. Yeah. That's that's really impressive mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, best male vocalist went to Kiddy for his song Thunder. I mean, uh, this was Lynx Entertainment. They're, they're, they're killing it. No, the they've got the they've got the shining yeah. lights. Yeah, if they've got three out three out three of the artists winning awards already. I mean, it says a lot. That's it big. Says a lot. It says a lot. All right, let's keep and go down to best female vocalist of the year. That went to Efia for Hold You Hands Down. down. Yep. Let's move on. <laughs> no no arguments. arguments there. No All arguments. Right. African Artist of the Year. That went to Burner Boy as well. You can't no say arguments. anything. No you know, the, the rise of Burner in the last eight months yeah. has been undeniable, mm. has been incredible, has yeah. been forceful, mm. and has been knocking doors down. Yeah. You can also make you know the the the, the argue the case for the likes of uh, easy davido yeah you know if you look at what the likes of tiwa savage and yemi alade have done Don't, yeah. outside of you know in the last 12 yeah, months yeah. you could also make a case for nobody would argue yeah. against Burner Burner Boy. Boy. true very very true all right uh rapper of the year again went to medical i mean he won hip-hop artist of the year kind of makes sense uh Best African collaboration. So this is collaborations yeah. outside of Ghana. Yeah. That went again to Guilty Beats, uh, Aquaba, yeah. which had Mr. Easy, Patapa, and Papi Koja. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's still pretty much a Ghanaian, a Ghanaian collaboration, yeah. with the exception of Mr. Easy. <laughs> I mean, we all know Mr. Easy is listen, still, listen, is listen. still one leg in, one leg out. Biologically, <laughs> Mr. Easy is Nigerian, so so it fits into the African category. I mean, I mean. The I mean, that's pretty much still going out to me. If you BGMA, ask me. I BGMA, like that. Chatterhouse. <laughs> I see what you guys I are doing. I love that. <laughs> All right, best new artist went to Wendy Shea. I mean, well, she she's also had you know she's she's had an amazing twelve months. Yep. You know, I came across her on social media. Yeah. I came across her based on headline news in Ghana. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Um, album of the year, Rockstar by Kwame Eugene. That's the debut album. See, it looks like he took most awards on the night. He took three awards, bro. I'm, yeah, it's, it's, I'm like, it doesn't I get said, bigger than that. it doesn't get bigger than that. Boy is next up. Yep. As long as he keeps his head down, yep. there's no question yep. who is the shining light is. Yep. No question. No, without a doubt. Without mm. a doubt. And finally, artist of the decade went to your prediction, Sakodia. <laughs> I guess Shopsy knows his stuff now. 
this is how you know we know our stuff on this like show. Like I told you before, yes, a lot of all these guys, Samini, you know, uh, all R2Bs, of these dudes, R2Bs, Chatawale Somboy, they've had incredible decades yeah. and have been extremely influential to the African popular music within the continent and beyond. Yeah. But if you look at impact, hit making ability, mm. uh, branding, and how important an artist has been to the Ghanaian music scene yeah. in the last 10 years. Yeah. Nobody yeah. can tell me that Sarkodie has not been number one. Yeah. This is a rapper who has sold out the O2, the, the Indigo O2, O2 in yeah. London. Yeah. This is a rapper who has made a hit record in collaborating with the likes of Doneo, yeah. not speaking a word of English. Mm. And I'm talking six, seven years ago, yep. a record that completely smashed it here yeah. in the UK. Yep. This is somebody that championed not only a, a sound yep. in the Azonto movement, but also took the dance and put it on his back yep. and pushed it beyond boundaries. Yep. And at the time, Azonto became one of the most Googled you know, words oh, in Africa True. because of this man called yep. Sarkode. For that one, I say to Chatter House. <laughs> We got it right. We got, got that one spot on. All right, so fans will not be wondering, or whoever's listening yeah. to it, the listeners uh, will be wondering. I haven't mentioned too big two of the main awards, probably the biggest awards of the night, which is the most popular song of the year and the artist of the year award. <clears throat> now, for really sad reasons, which I'll go into right now. Yeah. The, the organizers was weren't able to present those present awards. these awards on the night. The event had to be stopped. Shut down. For uh, way ahead of schedule yeah. for a very shameful incident. The incident being the altercation between Stoneboy's camp and Shatawali's camp live on stage. Um, so the TV broadcast yeah. was that Stoneboy was announced the dancehall artist Rassel of the year, year. Yep. for the fifth year in a row. Oh, yep. He walks up to the stage, of course, with his own camp um, while he's to, receive, the award. to receive the award and give a speech. Whilst he's doing that, the camera pans to Shatawali sitting down in his group of course around a lot of jubilating fans celebrating stoneboy on stage yep. he decides to whisper to his guys and they got up from their seats and approached the, the stage, stage. Yep. on getting to the stage stoneboy's Boy's group attacked shatter's group because they felt based on all yeah, the negative you know back and forth on social media, media leading the, up to the awards leading up to the awards this guy was coming to do some harm. Yeah. So it became a physical kind of thing. Shoving. And in the sh pushing and shoving, the cameras turned to Stoneboy, who and appeared to be holding a gun. a gun. And his security uh, members were trying to take the gun away oh, from, from him, him. Yeah. or stop him from pointing the gun or whatever it is. Yep. So straight away, the award ceremony got shut down. Wow. Security cleared the house, yep. whatever it is. The award ceremony, Continued after that, uh, Stoneboy came on stage and made an apology, yeah. blah, 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 blah. What's happened since then is yeah. both of them have been arrested yeah. and questioned, questioned, I think have been re released, released as yeah. well. So um, the, the event organizers uh, yeah. said, first of all, that they couldn't continue, they couldn't announce the last two awards yeah. because uh, they felt it would have caused a bit more chaos yeah. because rumors have it that it was between both artists again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, as expected, both artists, both Shatawali and Stoneboy, have released statements sharing yeah. their sides of the story. Stoneboy apologizing for his conduct. Emphatically. Emphatically. And then Shatawali, on the other hand, absorbing Playing himself the victim. Of, yeah. Yes. Absorbing himself of blame, playing the victim. Yes. Claiming that 
he was approaching the stage to congratulate Stoneboy. Should I tell surprise. you something yeah. funny? Yeah. The funny thing is, as crazy as it sounds, yeah. knowing how kind of manipulative Shata Wali has been on social media, media about yeah. the Stoneboy situation Relations. for years. Yeah. I actually bought that story. Yeah. The story comes from Shata Wali saying that yeah, he wanted to go on stage and, and congratulate him yeah. and have a show of unity. Yeah. I think I believe that story because if you look at the video, mm. he whispers to his guys yes, yeah. and they're like, all right, in their suits, yeah. let's walk to the stage and do whatever. Uh, yeah. However, based on the history, and also the, the, minute, recent the minute the opposition spot, the, the enemy yeah. is coming on the stage, everybody went into, everybody defense, went into mode. defense mode and it became a problem. Yeah. However, a weapon was taken into the, the venue, auditorium. Which is where we're getting to. A weapon. Yep was handled by Ghanaian superstar Stone Boy, who I personally yeah. love and I admire. Read, not only as an entertainer, as a, as an a gentle man. As a person. He does not strike me, hasn't struck me as, as somebody person. that was going to resort to that type of extreme. Yep. However, it happened. He's now put the apologies out there. He's apologized, said, and, and made some statements about the fact that his wife in the past had been yeah, attacked. Sure stabbed, stabbed during a back, similar scuffle. During a similar scuffle, so his life. Yeah. You know. He I, felt threatened. Exactly. He yeah. felt threatened. But my thing is this. There yeah. are a couple of questions I asked. Too many questions. How did the gun get into the venue? Why are there that many people? In Why each, were in there the that many people? In each person's entourage. On the stage. Yep. What if the gun had fired off mistakenly yeah, and hit somebody <laughs> where he was standing on the stage? I have knelt down just in front of that place, hmm. recording and taking pictures. Hmm. And if you look at that, that's where the photographers were. So uh, easily any one of them could have caught it. Any one of those guys could have caught a bullet. Yep. Now let's fast forward to a, a gunshot hmm. in that building. The stampede that yep. could have happened. Yep. The melee, the scramble. The amount of people and lives that could have been lost yeah. based on one level of maximum irresponsibility by people and incompetence as well by, by people that should know better. better this is the 20th edition this is the 20th edition for me number one number two everybody knows the history behind the two groups you know it's something that should have been anticipated as a security risk you know but nobody would have expected no no not expecting a, a weapon gun. yeah not expecting a gun but controlling keeping them apart and camp. all of that the, you know? the, I, apart from keeping them apart i think the stage as well yeah there should have been adequate security before anybody climbs the stage, stage yeah. just in case anybody tries to so, bomb yeah. rush the stage however Having i still people. i still lay a huge level of blame even though it yeah. hurts me yeah. at the feet of stone boy Really? Yes, I think sir. it's the organizers to start with. Well, Stoneboy messed up, my but brother, the organizers as well. My brother, yeah. if it was just the fact that Shatawali approached the stage, mm. there was a little bit of a melee. Remember, yeah. within about three minutes, there were mobile policemen on stage yeah. to separate the two. Yeah. So that could have just been a rough. But one of the one of the security guards was also filmed hand, hand. pointing a gun in the air. He pointed a gun in the air even before we spotted 
Stone Boy with the gun. My so I mean, God. clearly there was just a breakdown. They were, they were just weapons in the building. Uh, yeah, there were weapons swinging the around. The same building that there were dignitaries in. The Minister of Culture and I think Tourism was present. It's an embarrassment. I think they had an ambassador in there. They had a representative it's from the BET in the building. It's an embarrassment. And I think Charterhouse have been left with no choice yeah. than to ban both artists, artists and they've also rescinded their awards. And rescinded their awards. Yeah. And they would not, for the foreseeable future, yeah. have anything to do with the most credible awards ceremony in Ghana. Yeah. Ghana. But guess what? Shatawale already went yeah. on social media said to say, sorry, I'm sorry, pulling out of... <laughs> I was just going to say that next. But again, uh, it's sad. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. Sometimes things need to get to the peak yeah. before we can pull it back down. Yeah. I think both men now in the secret corners mm. of their homes, yeah. you think how stupid. They ruined what the night for everybody. Then what could have happened? They ruined the night you know, for everybody. And, and I think this is a message to the younger artists as well. Yeah. Listen, man, let's keep it on wax. Yeah. We don't want to see any Tupac Biggie situation. Yeah, we don't want to see artists losing their lives over social media, media beef. Especially who's better over who's better. I mean, Nobody is better than anybody. Yeah. It's only in your own mind. True. And your fans decide who they like more. True. Simple. I mean, Stoneboy could have just thrown it all away. He put his career and his life on the line by holding that gun. Easily anybody could have caught it and that's it. That's the end. If that all of that beef doesn't matter. Off, the UK, the United States of America. Everything. You're not going into those countries again. He, no, he's even going to prison straight up. That's he, that's if you know. But thank God Let's just it wasn't that. as bad. Absolutely. Let's yes. move on. Let's man. move on. Sorry, before we move on, I need mm. to quickly address something because has done a lot of writing about the incident and he spoke about how corporates should not be discouraged from uh, supporting the Ghanaian music industry especially because the VGMAs is the Vodafone yeah, Ghana gone. Music Awards yeah. and funny enough they put out the statement to say they're still standing behind yeah. the Ghanaian music industry but other corporates will now be scared to associate with the industry now with incidents like this what's, yes. your, what's your two yeah, cents on that? I think that's definitely accurate I think they have their rights to def- to have to be apprehensive about supporting the industry based on that stupid moment. However, you know, um, castigating the thousands of young men and women who has put sleepless nights into creating a craft that millions around the world have celebrated, made us so proud, not only as 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 Africans, but also giving us a sense of you know, just belonging yeah. beyond the bedrooms that they make this music. Yeah. I think those people deserve to be supported yeah. and those people deserve to be backed. Yeah. And if anybody within the corporate system in Ghana is listening to this, yeah. we need, we applaud you for supporting the VGMAs all this time. Yeah. We need more investment in Ghanaian music. We need more investment in Ghanaian arts and culture. And please take by these young women, men yeah, and women, because yeah. they're making us proud around yeah, the world. Let's not punish the few. Nah, for one or for two. The many for the few. Ah, no, yeah, please. No, we shouldn't do that. All right, still in Ghana, uh, another dra- rather dramatic situation. Uh, the longtime Ghanaian captain, Ghanaian football club captain, the Black Stars captain, uh, Asamoah Gyan, this week surprised everybody by announcing his retirement mm. from international football. Uh, we would later find out that he decided to retire from international football because he was apparently removed from being the captain of the team. Uh, he had captained the team for about seven years and uh, 
while we're still trying to process that news 24 hours after it comes back to say still a part of the team because he has received a call from the president of ghana and he cannot deny the president's uh, request uh moving forward from that the new the coach uh Kwasai apia has now an, an, has named andrew andre ayu as the new captain and uh, they have also placed asamoa gian as a general captain um, i don't know what that means in, uh, there's no formal role for that in football but um, he's been given that title so what's your what's your take on first that? of all i would have to correct you okay. on a few mistakes along the line all right yes former Ghanaian captain but african footballing legend Samoa <laughs> um get it right okay we'll give him his uh, the highest number of goals for his country and as well in the afcon competition Mm, one of the most celebrated football players to have come out of the motherland all right captain ghana the black stars of ghana Ghana, for seven years missed the penalty of the world cup that could have taken him to the final however to the semi-finals yes that aside yeah. this is a man that has given every single thing, thing for, for that country yeah yes the news that has been coming out from mm. again another correction mm. Kwesiapia, mm. who is the coach of ghana yeah the news has been that he has not been a fan of asamoajan's captainship yeah. in recent times and has Which favored has right to be and has favored mm. Another talented player in yeah. DDIU, in Andrea Yu. Andrea Yu, yes. Now, the resignation, mm. the retirement came as a shock to everybody else. Yeah. And then the turnaround. Mm. Yes, the president picked up the call, mm-hmm. phone to call Asamoa Jan and say, we're going into the African Championships yeah. in about a month's African time. African Cup of Nations. Which is the Africa Cup of Nations. For, for those I don't know. If you don't know what that means. Yeah. In the next one month. Yeah. This is going to be his last hurrah for his country. Yeah. Ghana has tried and failed yep. to win the Africa Cup of Nations for a long, time. long time. Yep. They've gotten close to it a number of times, times but they haven't still won it. failed. Mm-hmm. This is a man that has the potentials, not only the potential, not only to score them into mm-hmm. a championship, championship or to lead them into one. one. Yeah. There's a difference between him, between him and the, and the manager. Yeah. And they decided to make him the senior. No, of course they've just done that. <laughs> now, what my argument when the announcement came yeah. was that Kwesi Apia could have said Asamoah Jan was the captain of the team. Hmm. However, when you're not on the pitch, they, they are you captains the team. Yeah, but clearly he doesn't want him to be captain on the pitch. Asamoah Jan. Yeah. He's an elder statesman. He's 33 years old. Mm-hmm. He's not going to have the legs that the young boys are having. Okay. Yep. So he's more than likely not going to play as many games yes. yeah. as they are you. Just be intelligent. And then we start hearing news that he had called Asamoajan allegedly yeah. to say that he, due to spiritual reasons <laughs> wow. okay. and revelations. Spiritual reasons now. That he has been... <laughs> It's been revealed to him that if Asamoah Jan was the captain of the Black Stars, they would not lift the African Cup of Nations. No, that's and ridiculous. That, <laughs> that is actually ridiculous. And that was what added to his decision yeah. in dropping him as captain. Yeah. Especially as Asamoah Jan had stood firmly 
behind, behind the coach Kwesi Apia four five years ago when he was under yeah, fire to have been stacked. Yeah. So straight away, there's a little bit of a difference there. Mm. And then obviously the president of Ghana comes in and says, what are you people talking about? Yeah. Regardless of the captain on the pitch, there can be a team captain. It happens in, yeah. in Manchester United. Yeah. Young is the team captain. Yeah. Ashley Young is the team captain. Yeah. But on the pitch, if yeah. Ashley is not playing, I think Smolin is... Smolin yeah. or the goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. That's all. True. Just common sense. But when it comes to Africa, yeah. we have <laughs> to do it. <laughs> it. It must be all over the place. Mm. How could you risk making one of the most influential sure. parts of your team yeah. that's unhappy? Yeah. If you watch Asamu Ajan closely mm. over the last... 10 years of yeah. playing for Ghana. The one thing that it brings to the team, apart from his array of goals, goals and his experience. Is, the, is the team the team building. Yeah. When you see them practicing, yeah. he starts, that's the baby jet. Yeah. Asamuajan is also an Afrobeat artist. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the baby yeah. jet. Yes. True. So he brings a lot onto the team see. that goes beyond the footballing matters. Yeah. But the arrogance yeah. of the coach. Has been displayed. I'm standing. I'm standing. So you don't right think by... his his decision to retire from international football is a bit too? No, rash. it happens. It happens. It, listen, this is a legend. He has a right to go on his own terms. Yeah. This is a legend that has given everything for the sport. Yeah. I've yeah. I've argued consistently with even Ghanaians. Yeah. When it comes to Asamoah Gyan, because yeah. of people, Asamoah Gyan is too old. No, brother. He's, he, he, based he's a lot. on your past. Yeah. You know, glory. I still want to give you a little bit of. I still want to give you a little bit of respect, respect yeah. and he deserves that respect mm. to live on his own terms. Sure. So if he was angry, I back him to have said yes. But if I'm, I'm a Nigerian. Yeah. The minute I heard the news that yeah. someone had pulled out, I'm already rubbing my hands. <laughs> that yo, we're winning this yes, cup. It's, it's looking like a clear win for us straight away. <laughs> but again, he's back in the team. I hope they they resolve the issues going in but yep. it's going to be a very difficult one because the spotlight's going to be on them yeah and this is not the first time yeah, remember when is... they had to send millions of dollars to them by a private jet when they yeah, were playing at the world cup to keep them playing yeah they put the spotlight on yeah. again yeah before the, the competition reasons. for the wrong reasons. Yeah. all right let's move on to nigeria yep onto a bit of brighter news uh superstars part of ranking and run town <laughs> have released uh their projects, their long-awaited projects, uh, on the same day, uh, Friday the twenty-fourth yep. of May to twenty nineteen. Yep. Uh, so Pat released an his sophomore album, which is titled Wilma, yep. which is a twelve-track album featuring the likes of Davido, Musiswa, um, Doneyo, uh, Doneyo, Daju, Bera. and Bera. Mm. Um, yeah, you've listened to the album. Yep. What do you think about it? I think it's fantastic. I think it's a well, it's a well-rounded body of work. Mm. It shows the versatility of Patarankin again. For some reason, Patarankin strikes me as an artist who has a different type of courage yep. to most pop artists in Africa. Yep. He sees himself beyond where other people see him. Yeah. And I think that not only shows itself yeah. in the way he speaks, in how he dresses, in the quality of music he presents, yeah. and the way he presents the music. Yeah. He does it in, in such a way that makes you want to, you take notice. Yeah. That what, who's this young man and what is he doing? Even before you listen to the music, yeah. you're sold 
on the razzmatazz, on the romantic aspect of it. Yep. And I, I think a big shout out needs to go to Patrankin and the team. Speaking about the music individually, yeah. the album I think is brilliant. Yeah. Um, the collaboration with Bera, the title track Wilma, yeah. is fantastic. I think the one with Busiswa well. is absolutely I can imagine, I can crazy that because what yeah. they've done is they've mixed Afro House. house so obviously, Busiswa is on there. Then. <laughs> He does another thing. He teams up with the name from the UK okay, yeah. on a dancehall record, mm. Turn Up. Mm. And that's another like fantastic record that definitely can hit the clubs. We already know yeah. what he did with David O and Confirm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so him again featuring Daju. Yeah. That's zero problem. Yeah. That's amazing as well. I think he's got Yashiski in there yeah. from Kenya. Yep. So he's really touched base around so Africa. So to call this a Pan-African record. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. And I think... He can definitely. I've seen him with a couple of cigars in his hand. Yeah, I think he deserves to. I think he had a lunch party that he had, had a lunch. Whiskey, everybody, the band, yeah, me and everybody, everybody was in, town, in Lagos, and yeah. then he had another one in Ghana yeah. with a lot of the artists also coming out. And yeah. then he had a special listening session with the legendary Grammy award-winning producer Rico Love in America. Nice. you know, and Deborah Cox. Nice. You know, so he's doing it differently. He's yeah. moving a different way, mm. and I applaud him for that. And I think the music is fantastic. And people yeah. will go check that out. All right, great. Let's talk about Runtown, who released his uh, well, his tradition EP. Yeah, uh, seven days ahead of schedule. Yeah, I think he purposely threw the fans off with nah, <laughs> for the release date. Yeah. Well, you have some insider yeah, info, yeah. so you're gonna tell us more about that. Yeah. But anyway, tradition EP is a six-track project. Uh, includes the previously released single Unleash, Unleash which yeah. featured I think Feki. Feki. And uh, Tradition EP is his second project yeah. after he re his debut album Ghetto University. Ghetto University in 2015. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, Tradition EP for me, I think, you know, from the minute I heard the EP, because Rontan had come into London about a couple months ago trying to record. So I, I checked it out. I was like, yo, Rontan, let me listen to some of this music. It's amazing. Um, the the sonics on the out on on the project just displays how in, incredible Runtown is yeah. as a music maker. Um, I love the the EP so much. The the title track tradition is a sm I I fell in love with it from the third second. Even when he hadn't done the second verse, yes, yeah. I just thought it was amazing. International Badman Killer yep. emotions, all goosebumps. Yep. He really, Runtown is a music guy. Yeah. And he knows how to quickly get into your ears mm. with his music selection. And this is just another, you know, another way of saying, yo, I know my music yeah. and I know how to select the right songs, songs. to make you feel happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you, you've got two great albums, two great projects on your hand, mm. Wilma and Traditions sure. EP. And guess what? Both of them posted each, each other's, other's album showing support, art, which was showing a good support, thing to which see. Which I thought which was, was beautiful amazing. To see, which was so you want both of them to win as well. No competition. We all want to win together. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Great stuff, great. I was going to ask you, um, well, because you're an insider yeah. on this project. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why is it that, because uh, some fans are surprised that uh, Lucy, yeah. the, the single Lucy, oh, 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 oh was not didn't on there. make it on Runtown's yeah. EP. I just, he just thought that, there was that no was point. a solid single though. He just felt like there was no point. He'd released a couple of singles even outside of that. Yeah. He had the one with... Uh, I think Shay Shay. He's got the one with... with no, that's Shay Shay's Shea record. Shea yeah. But he had one, the No Negative Vibes yep. with the other guys from the West Indies, yep. all of that stuff, Diplo and, and them lot. 
So what she fired. So he just felt like, nah, there's no point. Yep. It's already out there. It's done very well. Yep. So why stress myself? Let me give them new records. And then, you know, I said, I mentioned something. Yep. His selection process. Yep. He's somebody that has a completely, he sees music. Remember, he's a producer people. first. Yep. He was an engineer and he a producer first. He started as a first. producer before he started making music as a recording artist. Yes. yes true. So when he's putting music together, yep. there are different things he sees yep. or hears that we don't. Hence yep. why he decided to just leave that out of the EP. Yeah. But the album's still coming. Yep. This is just to whet people's appetite just in anticipation for the album. You know. <laughs> but I think this one is definitely going to last for a long, long, long time. time. Great, great stuff. All right, let's still in Nigeria. Mm. Um, we've been bombarded with news of uh, corruption allegations at Koson. Uh, Koson is the Copyright Society of Nigeria. It is the organization that is responsible for collecting royalties on for behalf artists. of Nigerian musicians yep. and artists. Um, we go back to 2018 October. Koson and its chairman, Chief Tony Okoroji, were sued by the NCC. The yep. Nigerian Communications Commission, which supervises all the radio stations, basically all the media yeah. houses. Yeah. Uh, they sued the they sued Koson and its chairman for allegedly collecting royalties uh, without permission mm. or uh, legally. Yep. Uh, since ever since then, there's been a, a back and forth, back and forth in, in the courts, and uh, that has led to the auditing of you know, accounts and transactions and all of that. And then just last week, we had Two-Face, who is the African Nigerian legend, African superstar, uh, come out on social media to also speak on the matter. Uh, he was reacting to one of the uh, recently audits, uh, audited uh, accounts of Koson, which revealed that Koson had spent over 200 million Ni Nigerian Naira. Um, I don't know how much. That's close to like a million. Uh, that's close to so, like uh, just a million. Yeah. A million pounds. Just about like 800,000 yeah, pounds, pounds. On, on the lawsuit. And then also, uh, in the accounts of Koson, they had, they, had, they had gone from spending 1 million naira a year on office security to 50 million in one year. You know, things like that are unexplainable and um, Nigerians are demanding answers, especially the artists. What's your take on this? I think that definitely, um, the artists already had their apprehensions about Koson yeah. uh, for a long time. Uh, I went to Nigeria alongside the Strictly Entertainment crew, uh, I, I think it was by the British Council or the um, the UKTI, yeah. United Kingdom Trade and Investment. Investments. Where we, and, and that one of the reasons we went to Nigeria was just to enlighten a couple of the artists and people in the music industry around, you know, music, yeah. uh, copyright infringement, yeah. you know, receiving the, the, the monies yeah, that's due to them. Yeah. And we met with you know, members oh, of the Koson organization. Yeah. But even at that time, musicians yeah. had a problem with the organization feeling that, one, they didn't represent them, them well. well. Two, the amount of money they were collecting was so low. And three, nobody was seeing anything on that money. Yeah. They've so been complaining about that for years, for, for decades. Day, for, for, decades. From day one. Yeah. So now, fast forward to now, where the audits have now exposed what seems or looks like financial misappropriation financial misappropriation with the money that the artists are claiming that they never, never received now you're claiming to have spent that on yeah. office supplies yeah. and managing the office this, we're yeah. talking 50 million now <laughs> actually 200. sorry they went from 1 to 31 million What's the either way it's still ridiculous <laughs> from 1 million to 31 million in a yeah. year 
the the artist led by two-face who is an elder statesman yeah. for a lot of the nigerian musicians <laughs> i think deserves answers yeah but more importantly i mm. think it shatters Kosan's credibility yeah. amongst musicians yeah. and a lot of I, I also think the contract between the musicians and yeah. Kosan for collecting rights yeah. is up within the next one year yeah. so now the question is would it be renewed or would another organization yeah, be, be formed yeah. to do that job? I mean, there's, there's been calls for that already. You know, people are saying there's no point for Kosan because, you know, they think... It's, they're not representing it's, it's, them. Yeah, they're not representing them. It's probably outlived this purpose. It's not like the PRS yeah, here in the UK. Exactly. PRS, is that the equivalent in the PRS UK? in the yeah. UK is the organization that's responsible for collecting royalties, you know, royalties for musicians yeah. and music makers, you mm. know, that's registered to them. Yeah. So, and that's what... Kosan is supposed to be doing, doing in Nigeria. Yeah. But now, I think with this revelations and more to come, um, yeah. I definitely think that the artists need to reconsider so their you, relationship with Kosan. Do you think this improves the standing of organizations like PIMAN, the Performing Musicians Association yeah. of Nigeria? Because yeah. they they've also had their own sets of scandals and bad leadership tussles yeah. leadership and tussle. even threatening artists for not being part of the organization yeah with yeah. that one that's you know that 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 comes to seniority and all that type that of stuff, stuff yeah. you know so the old guard exactly the old guard not ready to relinquish power, power. to the new and young and up and coming <laughs> artists but i think in terms of Koson, yeah this is mm. going to be the make or break for them yeah in terms of being the relationship with the artist mm. and another organization coming to being yeah it's going to be interesting and we'd like to see what happens going forward. All right, going forward, let's go down to Kenya, where a few weeks ago, was it two episodes ago, where we were discussing the play Kenyan Drive and controversies behind it. Kenyan mm. artists feeling like they're not getting support from yep. the media houses. The media houses saying that they don't think the quality of the music is good or they're not even receiving the music from the artists. You know, that whole back and forth, we dissected it. Mm. So if you haven't heard that episode, I think uh, the listeners should go back and listen to that. Yeah. We're not going to spend too much time on that. But moving forward, it looks like some corporates have listened. They've realized that there's a big problem in Kenya yeah. and they want to help grow the industry. And Boomplay, which is the biggest indigenous uh, streaming platform, yeah. rivaling the likes of Apple Music and uh, Spotify. In and Africa, Deezer in Africa, the biggest, yeah. yeah they've uh, just announced a $1 million fund for Kenyan artists, so they said this is for both established artists and up-and-coming artists mm. to access this fund for their music and also help scale their their output. What do you think of this? I think it's fantastic news. I yeah. came across that news on social media. Um, mm. Again, shout out to our colleague in Kenya, Annie Kowoko, um, yeah. who um, was I think she was present at a conference Frenzy. and she led one of the panels yeah. uh, speaking to a media relations expert at that panel was where Boomplay declared announced. and announced their, you know, sponsorship and fund yeah. for the Kenyan music industry. It's been, you know, no secret that the Kenyan musicians have been up in arms about mm. the lack of airplay yeah. that they're getting, um, the lack of funding mm. that they're receiving yeah. and lack of support from government. Yeah. They feel that the Kenyan artists and creatives have the talent mm. enough to make music on the same level as all their contemporaries across Africa. Yep. But the one thing that they've lacked is the funding to give them, you know, just the support yeah. to make as Love much to the content as their African counterparts. And then in terms of quality too, yeah. what Boomplay has decided to do mm. is to help production mm -hmm. and also help with the, 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 the number yeah. 
of music that's been put out there yeah. in order to encourage these artists yeah. to feel like this industry will be profitable for them mm. and it's an industry that they've made a lot of money from of course. so why not put money back in yeah. that i mean so if there's more me, music there's more uh, streaming royalties to collect for them or it's a streaming win, commissions <laughs> win situation, situation for everybody yeah most especially the kenyan artists yes, yep. so i'm happy about that yeah most definitely just let me play the devil's advocate mm. do you think one million dollars is enough to sort of stimulate the industry it's a start yeah some artists don't have money for studio time yeah. some artists don't have enough money to shoot quality music videos yeah. that can that can get on kenyan tv mm. some artists just need a little bit more support mm. in developing their sound yeah. even though they're incre incredibly gifted yeah. by the time you run through the million dollars yeah it would have generated a lot more yeah. that they could invest i think more that's, that's the same amount mr easy has for his um is it empower initiative yeah yo leave easy alone man. Yeah. no 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 he's a no, different no, no, monster yeah he's yeah. big as well he has a similar setup easy well. is a different monster yeah, so you know that's, that's big stuff big stuff all right let's go down to south africa where um superstar fem, rapper female rapper nadia nakai signed to casper your family, family tree, tree um imprint uh, reportedly owns uh 100 wigs <laughs> in her collection and um, she has faced criticism from some fans or people in the media saying she wears this outrageous wigs colorful wigs just to hug attention and all of that and she responded saying that as a rapper my looks speak volumes about my swag and i cannot look ordinary what's your take on that i agree to that yep i agree to the fact that her looks speak volumes mm. when it comes to especially a female rapper yeah. if it's a man i don't think we're judged by the hair on our heads yeah, if he's yeah. bald or afro or whatever it mm. is or dreadlocks mm. or in braids if you're lucky enough to have hair unfortunately mm. that's not me yeah uh, you could do whatever you want with your hair but yeah. as a female artist a female rapper yeah unfortunately the industry still allows yeah. visual judgment for female artists yep. what she looks like what she's wearing yep. what kind of hair she's got on and in the rap industry mm. it's about bravado yep. it's about talking yourself to yeah. the highest level who's the freshest who's got the most and looking who's and got matching the most drip. exactly <laughs> so for women yeah. let's even forget the rap industry yeah women love their wigs mm. they love their hair True. any any normal woman yeah straight up who have a minimum of five, six weeks. Yes. Mm. Straight. If I'm wrong, I want people to come she at me. She must be really wealthy woman. I bro. Mean, this Brazilian wigs and everything. Bro, like, any they don't come cheap woman, these days. Bro, <laughs> any woman yeah. would have a minimum of five, six weeks. Mm. Now, add on top of that, yeah. a rapper yeah. who performs maybe every single mm, week and is showing up at events, Indians, clubs, all of that. A yeah. hundred weeks will look like nothing now yep. once we start factoring yep. all those other appearances yep. into it she, 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 she did say that the way i look as an artist is essential to being taken seriously it is part of the creed okay, listen braga is a fantastic artist she's yep. a beautiful woman and i you know i love her looks man yep. i ain't got a problem with it mm. and any fan that's commenting about the number of weeks sometimes we could be like oh, how many weeks you got about yeah, but yo yeah. it's part of our job yeah it's it, show you, business. If I you go, say. if you go through her taxes, yeah, it's gonna say hair, <laughs> styling. It's gonna say styling. Yeah, it's gonna. 
It's part of our job. expenses. <laughs> so you got to give it to her, man. True, true, true. All right, finally, we go to the UK mm. where another female rapper doing a big Miss Banks uh, sold out her headline concert in London. I think that's her first headline concert. Yep. So, yep. She, you were there. Yep, you yep, yep. At Oslo, London. It yep. was fantastic. I turned up there early alongside my brother, DJ Langley at Factory 78. Yep. It was an amazing night. Um, it was packed out. It was sold out. Yeah. Uh, people came to witness another female superstar at the prime, you know, yeah. in her prime um, on stage. Yeah. If you didn't rate Miss Banks as a rapper yeah. and you had the opportunity to be in that crowd, oh, yeah. you will walk out of that room being a convert, yeah. complete convert. Nice. She is nothing short of a superstar rapper mm -hmm. and an amazing performer. You know, to be in that crowd and yeah. not know that many of Miss Banks' songs mm. and to have felt every single song that she did yeah. from the beginning to the end. Yeah. It says a lot, first of all, about her performance, mm -hmm. about the lyrics of the song, the, the beats and everything, but also how the ambience that she put out there. Yep. And she had a fan screaming. I, I loved it. She had guests like NSG, Ross, she had Tion Wayne, she had Kira Kudz. Yeah. It was an amazing night. It looked lit. It looked lit from all oh, the social media videos I saw. I was super excited to have been there. And yeah. I'm so proud that, again, another Africa. Yeah. Being celebrated in such a wonderful for manner. Me. Yeah. You know, for me, it's just a kudos to yep. the team. And a kudos to Miss Banks. Yeah, big ups from Banks. Big ups, big ups. Well definitely done. bigger well heights. All right, now we've come to the end of... Uh, episode 34 yeah. of For the Love of Afrobeat podcast. Before we go, we do our songs of the week. Yeah. Have you listened to any new music this week? Listen, like I said, you definitely need to listen to the Patrick in a Run Town project. Yep, yep. Specifically, the new song that I'm picking today will be B-Red featuring David O. Oh, yeah. Ache, yep. dropped on the 24th. Uh, I think that's fantastic as yeah. well. Definitely one for the dance floor. Yeah. I love that. For me, it's uh, two songs. We have Amari featuring Wande Cole. It's titled uh, Spend Some Time. Mm. And then we have... Uh, so I'm Maddie and Questy Arthur yeah, yeah. titled I think Comfortable yep. yeah so those are two solid records yeah. make sure you check that out follow us across all social media it's For the Love of Afrobeats podcast on yep. Yanga TV I'm Ali Shokwe he's Damolaike Mr. Smooth yep. same place same time until next time peace peace